<laughs> Hi, Karen. It's so nice to see you. Ah, Katie, always wonderful to see you. And I'm so glad my microphone's plugged in this time. Hello. Hello. I love your Hello. microphone. And I'm so excited that this is my last episode without your same microphone. <gasps> Amazon is busy. The shipping people are getting me my mic and listeners, you will be happy that we will have the same level of beautiful quality of our voices come next week. So that's exciting. I am very excited about it. I love this microphone. I have to say it was a gift from the reader Amazing. that I use for this podcast, but I do love it. Sure. You don't sponsor us, but you could. Sure. Please sponsor us because, <laughs> and probably every other podcast that uses your microphone, but really, especially us. Yes. Yes. Mainly we'll take $20 bills. No problem. <laughs> or hundreds or Venmo actually is preferred. Thanks. So, so yes, microphones aside, it's really nice to see you. It's really nice that it's Friday. Yay for the weekend. Yeah. I feel pretty good. How about really? you? Yeah. I, I feel pretty good. I uh, am watching it flurry in Chicago, Oh, which is kind of a downer. Uh, but it's not sticky. <laughs> it's the only way I could say it. Uh, it didn't stick. I will say though, that last night when I was coming home, one of my neighbors already preemptively did dibs. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's some proactive, you know, behavior right there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a whole, a whole ass garbage can, like a big ass garbage can and two chairs taking up like two full, like SUV size spots on my block in preparation for this note that had not yet come. That, I, that is some next level dibs right there. I really wonder if they're going to keep all of that paraphernalia on the street until April of next year. <laughs> like, it's just a permanent art installation. Like that's yeah. For people who don't know what dibs are, basically they're just like creating a spot for yourself illegally for sure. Right. Like on a public street. Legit. Yes. And it typically, it is a wintertime tradition in certain parts of Chicago that if you dig your car out of a spot, you then claim that spot when you leave. So nobody parks in the spot and takes advantage of your hard work. The problem of course, is that like people are dishonest as hell about dibs and like put dibs. I mean, people will put their own furniture in a spot. Somebody else dug out. Like, oh my God. Move your shit and just park there. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I imagine uh, that this can get kind of contentious at times. Oh man. It, I anticipate this year being bad because we're all so on edge. I mean, these people put out dibs and it flurried today. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a little much, it's a little extra people like yeah. really. Wow. I just, I also wonder like if I dug myself out and then let's say I went to like an office job and I went to work for eight hours and then someone was parked in my spot when I got home and I had dibs on it for eight hours. Like, I can't imagine that I could be like vindicated in my anger for someone taking my spot. Like that seems crazy, but I'm sure people do. Oh, absolutely. Get mad. Oh yeah. Oh, <sighs> dibs. Mm. Today's episode is brought to you by all of the uneaten Halloween candy sitting in your house right now, staring you down or not staring you down if you, like Katie, have a spouse who is hidden, said uneaten Halloween candy from you. 
That's a real story right there. Tyler bought $50 worth of Halloween candy from the dollar store, which really you can imagine how much Halloween candy that is because it's all discounted. Um, and I'm pretty sure he used maybe two thirds of it at the most. Uh, and the extra third is nowhere to be seen, Karen. I really truly have no idea. I need to start looking, but still, I don't want to look. Thank you for sponsoring today's episode. Speaking of very cold weather, it is also cold here. It has yet to snow where I am, but in the mountains, it might be snowing. It's been raining, which basically means in mountain climates, like if it's raining, like when the elevation is lower, it's snowing up at the mountains. So, so that's most likely what's happening. But I do want to say that I woke up early the other day. And for anyone who's listened to a couple a couple episodes ago in our community episode, I was talking to you, Karen, about that running club that I was terrified to go to yes I did it <gasps> I did <Yay>! it. <laughs> yes. oh my god with the writers yes <gasps> and so I went on Tuesday morning and I was kind of on the struggle bus this week mentally like I, I feel good now but I was just like oh it was just kind of like a whirlwind mental health week but in the middle of that I was like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna try I'm gonna go and I'm gonna see how this goes and so I showed up and they were, all of the people were so nice, like really genuinely mm. wonderful humans. And I was like, oh, wow, like this isn't so bad. And like, I mean, everyone with the exception of three, and I'm one of those three are like elite marathoners. Oh. And so like, they were talking before when we were stretching, they're like, oh yeah, I'm training for this 50 miler. I'm training <laughs> for this other thing. And I'm like, oh my God, if I can run like two miles without stopping, like I'll be lucky. And so so I'm like plugging along and I'm just acting like I'm a 50 mile runner. And I'm like, oh, I feel great. And this guy, Nick, who's next to me is chit chatty and super nice and like really trying to get to know me. And he's just like, oh, it's such a nice day. It's so great that we're here. And I'm like, how are all these people like shitting rainbows? It's like 7.05 in the morning and it's like 30 degrees. But anyway, I'm like totally going along with it. And then finally it all catches up to me and I'm like, I'm going to die. I don't say this to him, but I was like, there's no way I can keep, keep up with Nick in my head. And so I'm like, yes, you can, Katie. Yes, you can just go for it, go for it. And then I'm like, no, really? My lungs are going to explode. So I'm like, Nick, I'm going to just slow down. Like, please go ahead. And he's like, okay, well, it's really great to meet you. And I'm like, okay, bye. And then I'm just walking by myself and I'm walking like on this trail and I'm definitely the last person in this whole, you know, like 20 person thing. And I'm like, thank God, no one is going to see me like dry heaving, like on the side <laughs> of the trail. I'm like, oh my God. And all of these like dog people are next to me, like walking and listening to their podcast. And I'm breathing so heavily that there's no way they wouldn't be able to hear me anyway. And so I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit better. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay that I'm not super fast. It's fine. And then two people come up behind me and they seem very chatty. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're with this group. And they're like, hey, do you want to run with us? Like we're in the slower group. And I was like, okay. And so I ended up running with them and like Aww. nicest people. I couldn't keep up with them either. I had to stop <laughs> for a second when they turned around, but eventually I just made peace with it. And I'm just telling that story because I finally bit the bullet. I was terrified and I did it and I'm glad I did. I'm so glad you did it. And thank you for sharing being last. Cause I feel like you didn't have to tell us that you could have just been like, I went, I did it. It was amazing. I mean, the 50 milers were rolling. Like, <laughs> thank you for sharing because like you participated, you got something out of it. It doesn't matter that you weren't 
in the front with the Kenyans. Like, thank you. I think that's great. I appreciate that. I feel seen from you, Karen. I appreciate it. (laughs) Because that's the thing. It's like, no one said anything mean, but like, then I decided to friend every single person who was tagged in the photo of like, you know, like the, the organizer put on Instagram. And so I've been like messaging people. I'm like, it was really nice to meet you trying to be just as nice as they are. And then a few of them are like, Hey, are you training for anything right now? And I was like, no, I'm not. And then they're like, Oh, well I'm training for a hundred mile, whatever. And I'm like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, you know, it's all right. It's, we don't always have to be the same. Like showing up is half the battle. So it's okay. I mean, in these, in these trying times showing up is I almost like 95%. It's true. It's (laughs) 99.999% of the battle. (laughs) Like you show up, you walk in and you just start doing a victory lap. Like I made it here. (laughs) Totally. And then I could have just gone home and been like, I did it. Exactly. I went. (laughs) Today's episode of Of Course I'm Not Okay, the podcast is brought to you by the universal feelings of social awkwardness that I would argue all of us are feeling right now. I can only speak for myself. I'm definitely feeling right now. Is it if it's Zoom, if it's in person, if it's passing on the street, if it's the cashier at the local drugstore. It's awkward. Thank you. Social awkwardness for sponsoring this podcast and being really permeate and permeating all of our lives. <laughs> uh, that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please leave that in. <laughs> amazing so so yeah it was good how was your week it was pretty good it started I, uh, I did the glad exercise earlier this week oh, and this did. was my great gratitude thing yes I did it actually well I did a version of it with Sam and with um, one of our friends and I did it the day that this happened so long story short I was on a call with a foundation that had a lot of different people. There were probably like 90 of us on this call, including one of my former bosses who I don't really appreciate. I'm just going to say it like that. Like who I just is like, it is very publicly known that like this person is not my favorite. And I don't necessarily enjoy that. We are still interacting with each other, but here we are. Got it. So, right. He thinks we're cool. We ain't cool. It's fine. So we're both on this call with like 90 people from all over the country and someone else in the call mentions something I just wrote for the reader and like links to it in the chat. And then people, and then so Tracy, my colleague at the reader made a comment on this big call. So then people start this like reader love fest in the chat. Oh, wow. Karen and Tracy are doing such amazing things at the reader. Karen just wrote this thing all of these things. Right. And I'm just sitting there just like trying to not be like, ha ah! <laughs> like, 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 like very great. Like it's, of course it was like really such a lovely feeling. And like, I feel like any public recognition at this point feels like totally outsized because we're not around people. And it just like was really wonderful and such a high, high profile thing. Like it felt great. But then there was also, of course, this like super petted part of me that was like, there needed to be like a break in the conversation for him to be like Karen I'm sorry for any way that I have mistreated you 
I clearly had no idea how amazing you are. And I really see all of these Zoom chat, you know, comments and clearly I'm the fuck up. How amazing would that have been? Well, I mean, that would have been amazing. What's, what's also crazy about this person is that like any chance they get talks about how awesome I am to other people, right? Like I'm, I don't, I have opted out of meetings with this person and I, other people report back and they're like, yeah, he's always talking about how great you were. And I'm like, what? I mean, I think he gets a lot of cachet now, right? Like Uh, now, of course it benefits him to compliment the black lesbian, right? Like now it's part of his cachet to be like, oh yeah, Karen's amazing. All these things. But like when I work for him, he wasn't trying to hear, I mean, like he was not complimentary in the same way. So that is, um, that when I said that that was the thing I was grateful for, my friend was just like, just a touch of petty. I like it. Gratitude, <laughs> just a smidge of pettiness. That's right. It's like, it's humanity. I think I would feel the exact same way. Like you are totally normal to feel that way and human. And thank you for sharing that because I feel like so many of us feel the exact same way. And we have those people in our lives that were like, oh. Like we just kind of, we don't want them to necessarily die, but if they didn't exist in our sphere anymore, it wouldn't be the worst. That's pretty extreme, but I don't know. I don't want you to put your words in your mouth or words in your (laughs) mouth, but that's definitely how I feel. I want everyone to thrive and be wonderful. I would love, there are certain people. Yes. I would love to not interact with it's, it's the same level of petty. I feel like as like showing up at something, you know, your ex and the new boo are at, and you look amazing. Oh, like it's yeah. kind of like, you know what I mean? Where everybody's like, oh my God, Katie, you look great. Did you change your hair? Oh my God, I love your dress. Oh my God, you look great. Like that, it's the same level of petty, I feel like. Yes, that is the best feeling ever. <laughs> I I have one example of that and it was years ago. Like, oh my gosh, 15 years ago, my ex-boyfriend who I had an acrimonious um, divorce, it was not a divorce, but this was in my 20s. I, we just cut things off and it wasn't so great. And several months later, I was at a club in San Francisco with a bunch of my friends, guys and girls. And he like saw, I I didn't, I didn't even see him. He came up to me and I looked awesome. Like I looked (laughs) so good. And I was like, I was feeling so good. And we were on our way to another dance club. And he like, just kind of came up to me and talked to me. And then he turned and he was like, is that your boyfriend now? And he pointed to a friend of mine. My boyfriend wasn't there. The one that I was with at the time. And I turned and I'm like, what? No, like that's not. And I think he wanted to like approach him or something like as if he was like jealous or something. And I was like, Hey, it's great to see you. And he was like, "Mm." and he just like slinked away. And I was like, yes, (sighs) felt awesome. Like it was such a good feeling. Yes. So I know that feeling. It really is best maybe not from the like best part of ourselves as humans but it still feels really good oh totally it's not like we're like operating on a really high vibration in that moment but like (laughs) it's like we can't always be high vibe episode of of course i'm not okay the podcast is brought to you by all of the moisturizers i'm about to buy for my chapped ass skin thank you winter skin and moisturizers for sponsoring today's episode exactly oh my god
my gosh. But speaking of high vibe, I totally love your your topic today, Karen. Thank you for bringing it up. It's brilliant. Do you want to introduce? Katie, it's brilliant only because you talked me through it. I came to you with this long, rambly, weird thing. And you're like, is this what you're talking about? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect <sighs> match. Right. So where we landed on this rambly topic was the idea of like, zooming out of your period, taking time, making time to zoom out of all of the different parts of your life, your professional life, your personal life, all of the things, taking time to zoom out, to reflect, and then also doing maintenance on the things that you kind of pinpoint. Yes. I love this so much because I feel like it can be so easy and maybe it's since COVID or maybe it's just in general in life to be like in the weeds, like, you know, not seeing the forest through the trees or whatever that saying is like, it's like, you're just doing the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and you're on survival mode and it's constant. And then all of a sudden it's five years later and you're like, holy shit. And you're on vacation and you're like, what just happened for the past five years? Like, I definitely have experienced that. And I think I even am kind of in it right now, frankly. Like, I think that like, I the idea of zooming out and thinking like, what do I want for the next year? Like, what do I want for 2022? And like, how do I want to feel in 2022? And like, what are some of the things that like being intentional, like you said, before we press record about like how, you know, we want to live or like what our goals are or anything like that is just such a good thing to even just think about. And this is not like a new year's resolution concept. Like there's a difference. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. It's totally different. It's the same vein about like being intentional, right? And making plans, but it's different than resolutions in that like you're thinking, just like you said, how you want to feel, what you want to get done, what you, and kind of putting some structure around like the goals you set, like setting a goal, but then also building the habits that help you achieve the goal. And like, also, I think the way I've also been thinking about it, especially at work is like, using those goals and using that plan and using that like insight you get from zooming out to say no to things. Ooh. It's like, oh no, that's not, yes, that seems like a good idea. Yes, that seems great. Yes, we could spend a ton of time doing that thing, but does it align to what we said we were going to get done this year? Yes. Like maybe that doesn't get done till next year. Maybe that's a fourth quarter thing or whatever. Like, I feel like it's really helpful for me as we <laughs> hopefully knock on wood, move out of what we're going through right now. Like yeah, thinking about what we want our lives to look like. Totally. And it's like, you can zoom out on just 2022, or you can zoom out on the next 10 years or the next 20 years or whatever it is. And it's like, I think that there's also a piece of it that is hopefully joyful. Like, I think that there's like, there's some, you know, kind of the patriarchal, like boa constrictor energy of like, eh, this must happen. Or like the goal oriented crap where it's like, if this doesn't happen, I'm not going to feel good. It's just like, it's okay to zoom out and be like, this is the general sense of what I want in my life. And this is the general way that I want to feel. And like, it can be super specific or it can be really general, but yeah, I just feel like having that is a really good idea. It actually reminds me of an exercise I did with two girlfriends the other day where I have a close friend, my friend, Sharon, who's the leader of a 
like a series of schools in San Francisco. And she and my friend Shannon and I were on this um, call and she was like, how about we try to do like a planning exercise that basically on the left side of the uh, left side of the piece of paper, we wrote current state, like just like a box that said current Mm. state, meaning like currently, how are we feeling? And then on the right-hand side of the piece of paper, it said future state. And that did not have a box around it. It just was like open. And so we spent five minutes and we just wrote stuff down and oh my gosh, it was so profound because it's exactly what we're talking about in terms of zooming out. Like the current state, I was writing things like anxious, worried, scarcity thinking, like stuff like that. And then like also grateful for things and like, you know, work related stuff and personal related stuff. And then on the right-hand side, the future state, which I liked that it was like future state, not just like in the next five months, it was like, you know, like just in the future, things that I want to do, things that I want to feel, things that I want to accomplish. And it was so much more spacious. And my handwriting was all over the place and very, very flowy. Whereas the current state was like very specific and like very, you know, like I don't know, like there was a lot of like perfect handwriting. And then on the right-hand side with the future state, it was very just like, whatever. It was just beautiful and wonderful and like in flow, if that makes sense. Yes. Ooh, I love that. I get chills from that. Like, I love it. And it is there, it, I'm glad you said the word hopeful because that is part of it is that, yeah, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be restrictive. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to feel like a chore. Like you can build things into it that are, are about joy and are about like your well-being and are about like what you want to be when you grow up. And like, that also makes me think about like the other part of it that we talked about was like, so there's the zooming out process. There's the reflection part of it. And then there's the maintenance. Yes. Like, There's the, you know, once you pinpoint all of these things or once you decide that you want to do these things or this is what I want to be when I grow up, like reassessing that periodically because it's going to change. And it's okay if it changes. Totally. And like dropping back into your life from that Zoom position to be like, hey, how are things going? Like, is this how I want to be? Like, Like you said, like, what do you want to change or is this actually working? Like, is like the zoom out, you know, reflection and intention, does it make sense? I mean, I feel like this is for anyone at any stage of life. Like, what do you want your life to look at if you're thinking about retiring? Or what do you want your life to look like if you are thinking about, you know, like moving somewhere sometime? Or what do you want? I mean, honestly, Karen, like one of the things that's coming up for me right now is that I want to live in Portugal for a little bit in my life. In, in general, I don't have a timeline on this, but I really, I went to Portugal in 2015 and I fell in love with this town called Porto. And it was like, oh my God, like this is so incredible. And there's actually a ton of American expats there um, because for the people who are retirement age, it's like not that hard to get a visa from the US. Um, but anyway, I, I, I don't, I think I want to wait until I'm retiring. Like, I would love to do this like in the next five years, I guess. Oh gosh. Like that's like nerve wracking to even say that out loud. Like, but like, that's something that's a zoom out moment. Like I would love to like work toward that, like to live there for like a couple months or like to drop in and drop out. Like that's one of my intentions someday. Ooh, that sounds great. I can't wait to visit you in Portugal. Oh my I God. I can't wait for you either. Yes. We'll drink port, I guess. Yes. I well, yeah, that's that's the birthplace of port. I'm actually not a fan of port, but I'm I will drink it if you come to visit. That would be amazing. 
date. It's a port date. Yes. We'll have a port episode. Yes. <laughs> on port. We'll be on port. We'll be drinking port on port. That sounds like we're on drugs, but yeah, you get it. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by bread. Thank you for whoever created bread many millennia ago. I personally get a ton of joy out of your creation. Thank you, bread, for sponsoring this episode. I, so yes, the maintenance, I, I think I, I realized recently that like, one of the reasons this came up for me is that like have, I have a bunch of things that I just kind of like set rolling, like, okay, I am solving this problem right now with this thing. And then I like walked away and did a million other things and I have it come back to see like, oh, is that now broken? Is it still serving me? Is it still fixing the problem or is it still addressing what I wanted to address? And I feel like that is, as we close out the year is coming up for me like, oh, I have all of these things that throughout the year, I've just kind of like all of these holes I plugged and some of them have come unplugged again. Yes. I love that visual. It's so real. It's like you're in like, it's like a tea kettle that you're like plugging the holes and water is coming out. And then like the plug gets eroded and it's not working. And so then it just starts like leaking again. Totally. Totally. I mean, also, I think that one of the things that you mentioned before we hit record is zooming out like retrospectively also, like thinking about your life, thinking about your life over the past, you know, 10 months or 11 months, or even if you want to start, you know, when COVID started 21 months or whatever it is. But like, I feel like there's something to zooming out and to like celebrate where you've come and like how far you've come. Because I think that like so many of us, I mean, especially now because we're so isolated, like can get in our own mind of like, oh, well, you know, maybe I didn't do anything or maybe I didn't accomplish the thing that I thought about. But like, if you zoom out and identify like, what were the high moments of your past year? Like that's, that can be a really like cathartic and like energizing exercise that like you can create gratitude around. Yes. And celebrate, like you said, the things that you have been able to get done. And I think one of the barriers to that is when you're in the weeds, just getting things done every day, you get to the end of the day and just feel like, God, did I even accomplish anything today? Did I even get anything done today? Like, oh my God, I still have all these things on my to-do list. And it's like, of course you got a million things done today. Did you also fuck around today and like not get shit done? Yes. But you also got a ton of stuff done. And I think like over the course of whatever period of time you pick, you've done a lot and you've had a ton of impact and you've probably impacted a ton of people's lives and you really have contributed a lot. And I think it's really easy to lose sight of that in the day-to-day, which is why the zooming out is so helpful. And I was mentioning to you, one of the, I read a bunch of financial books this year, God help me. Um, And one of them, one of the things she recommends is like a brag book. Yes. And like, yes, document, right? Like brag about yourself. Like what, what have you accomplished? What are you good at? What are you doing? What are you like, what are your high vibe moments? Like all of those things, like really documenting them and like just sitting and letting them flow out of you. It's really, I, I did a version of it and it felt really good and I need to go back and do it again. Did you really? I think that's such a brilliant idea. I, and it's like, you're not sharing this with people. Like you're just doing it for yourself. Did it make, did it make you feel a certain way when you were done like higher yeah. or like, how did it make you feel? Oh my God. I felt great. That's <laughs> awesome. 
I felt like, oh, I am accomplishing things. I am good at some things. And I mean, I think she also recommends it both for yourself and actually to ask for a raise, I think was one of the, was part of the exercise, right? Was also just like, when you go in and say that you want to make more money to be able to say, these are all of the things that I've accomplished that have added value that make it so that I should be getting more money. Yes. Perfect. (sighs) I mean, that's so brilliant for both examples, like, like work and also just personal. And I feel like that would be helpful to like, bring me out of funks too. Like, I think that's what you said earlier, like, you know, bringing yourself out of a funk to like, you know, it's not all about just being in the weeds all the time. Like, yes, we're like, I definitely feel like my life feels like groundhog day quite a bit. And it's like, wait a minute. Okay. If I actually really think about this year, like there's been a lot of really wonderful moments and there's been some moments that haven't been so wonderful, but like, that's okay. Like just zooming out and seeing it a little bit better, it like creates a perspective that might be a little more, a little bit more true than what you're seeing. Just like if you're staring at one tree in front of you at a time. I love the trees. And, and I think also being able to do it for ourselves and doing it for other people. Like I'm also, I think like if you don't work in a place where people have a gratitude practice, or if you're working with people who you don't feel like necessarily are recognizing all the things you do, I think I'm just, I'm saying this to myself too, like being better about saying to the people around me, like you do a ton or you contribute a ton or like, this is what you mean to me or all of those things. Like, I feel like it's important to do it for ourselves and it's important to do it for other people. I love that. I think that's such a good point. Cause it's like, it can be really hard to do it for ourselves and it can be like, we can be accountable to each other if we're giving it to someone else. It's like, you know, saying the thing that you want to say to the person that you love or that you appreciate or whatever it is, like, don't wait, just say it. Like, just say that you love the person or that you appreciate the person or just text them and be like, I was just thinking about you today. Like you did such a great job at X, Y, Z. It might feel awkward or like out of the blue, but like, can you imagine getting that message yourself? Like that would be such like a highlight of a day. At least that's my experience. Well, and to bring it full circle, to be able to get that in front of somebody you don't like even better. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That is the best full revenge, but also just like a feeling of affirmation as well. Yes, exactly. It's beautiful. Well, it's been fun. See you all next week.